Hello everyone, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn, and we've got a great program for you today. We've got a testimony by Linda Brown and some great music by her husband, David Brown. And they have recently become partners with Lonesome Road Ministry to get the gospel out all across the country and around the world. So you're going to enjoy this program today, and we're going to start this program off with a song me and my songwriting partner Tom Caldwell wrote. It's called Worth Fighting For, and Jesus is Worth Fighting For. Inside the scarred up heart, inside a raging storm The word is angered, cause Satan has declared a war I'll fight this battle, Lord, because you're worth fighting for I pledge my undying love to you at war I'll take up the sword of truth because you're worth fighting for I pledge my undying love to you You died for me Though I led such a shameful life Grace has set me free So I'm honored It was by your stripes that I was healed For this mighty army you will build I'll fight this battle, Lord, cause you're worth fighting for my undying love to you. You died for me. Though I led such a shameful life, grace has set me free. So I'm honored to struggle, Lord. Cause even in my toughest battles, your words you died for me Though I led such a shameful life Grace has set me free So I'm honored to struggle, Lord Cause even in my toughest battles You're worth fighting Friends, Jesus is worth fighting for, and David and Linda Brown agree with me, and they have come on board, and they want to partner with us to get the gospel out all across the country, and we're going to share some songs 
by David on today's program, but first I got to play one more song that me and my partner Tom Caldwell wrote, and it goes right along with Linda Brown's testimony, and it's called Little Flower. Here's uh, Ann Davenport to sing it for you. Yet a bloom stolen from your mother's womb with a cold heart and a sharp knife by a doctor sworn to save a life. Little flower, you could not stay. From this world you have faded away Listen to our Savior say Welcome little flower To heaven's bouquet Little flower Without a name You're our heartache You're our shame For we stand by With heads bowed low And we act as if We did not know Little flower You could not stay have faded away Listen to our Savior say Welcome little flower To heaven's bouquet Little flower Stolen away You'll not see the light of day You will never know pain or strife But you'll bloom in God's eternal life Little flower, you could not stay From this world you have faded away Listen to our Savior say, Welcome, little flower, to heaven's bouquet. Hi, I'm Linda Reeves Brown, and I'm a grateful recovering addict. I wrote my story and then had a friend help me put it into a song. My husband's a singer and had music put to my story and it turned into a better way. My story starts as a young girl, um, a young girl with two brothers and two sisters. Both parents were teachers and my father was a functioning alcoholic. We had a lot of abuse in our house and myself who looked just like my father took the brunt of all the anger and hurt that my family felt. And growing up, we grew up as a Catholic family, and we went to church every Sunday. Though I never felt a part of the church, and I really never wanted to go. And at age 15, I started my addiction to alcohol and cigarettes, and then numbed all those feelings inside of me that I didn't, want to or have to think about how much I hated me. I got married for the first time at age 19. I wanted out of the home so much I hated, and I had no self-esteem or self-worth. After being married only a few months, my husband lost his job, and that started our journey to Florida. 
I was taken away from all my family and all my friends. And that's when the mental and physical abuse started. And then at age 21, I got pregnant. And he told me we weren't keeping the baby. He took me to a clinic um, and my life turned upside down. After a few years, I left him. And then his father called me when I was out in California and said that if his son went to counseling, would I go back to him? And so at that time, I was like, okay, because I knew knew better. I, I didn't know any better. And so I went back to him. We went to our first counseling session. And I guess I got a bad counselor because he told me everything was my fault and that there was nothing wrong with my husband. And the abuse continued and the mental abuse continued. And then after... Um, after 10 years, I got pregnant, um, and I looked at him, and I told him, I said, I'm not, I'm not going to abort this baby. So I had a good job, and he owned his own business, and we had just bought our first house. Uh, he refused to, to acknowledge my pregnancy, and he refused to let me buy anything for the baby. That was his control and his denial of me being pregnant. That was that was a bad time for me. After the baby was born, um, I caught him cheating on me, and I left him. And then after that, after I left, then I ended up divorcing him. And that's when my addiction got really bad. Um, I spent a lot of time in the bars and did things that I should have never done. And um, that's where I met my second husband. Um, my addiction continued to progress. And it wasn't until he almost died on Christmas Eve that I changed my life. And I found the rooms of NA and I found God. At that time in my early recovery, I really was mad at God because of the mental abuse from my second husband, my low self-esteem. You know, it brought me to my knees. My anger was, if God was in my life, then why did he, why did I have to live through the hell and all those lessons? It wasn't until I realized that God was by my side the whole time. He was keeping me from getting in trouble with the law and making sure I made it home on those nights when I blacked out. He brought me back to him and helped me regain my self-esteem and got me the help I needed and the strength to leave another broken home. At age 49, I was on my own for the first time in my life. I moved to South Florida away from everybody I knew in, in my area. God gave me the strength to make those, make new friends and to make that move. At that time, he helped me build my self-esteem back and he gave me the courage to know that I was a strong woman and that I can do what it takes to move I'm with my life. After I was living in South Florida, my daughter wanted to get married. It was the first time in six years that I had to deal with my ex-husband again because he had um, told me I was an unfit mother and I stopped talking to him because my daughter was old enough to where I didn't need to have to to deal with him again. Um, so I got through that wedding and it was God who was standing beside me that whole time to help me talk to him, be civil, be there for my daughter and help me through everything I needed to go through for that wedding. 
And then um, it was a couple of years later that um, that he he committed suicide. It was very devastating to my daughter, and I was glad I was able to help her through that, um, though I still see the effects of that in her every day. Um, she became pregnant at, with my first granddaughter, and we all moved back to Tampa because she was living in the Keys and she didn't want to raise her baby down there. Um, I reconnected with the church that I liked and life was going well. I started dating again and met someone who I thought was the right man. God showed me um, and kept putting signs in front of me that I was ignoring. I found myself with stitches in my head and bruises on my face and feeling like I was back many years ago into that black hole that I got out of. You know, God had different plans for me, and he gave me the strength to make him leave. After three years of working on myself, I decided to start dating again. I had my lessons to learn, and with God by my side, I learned them very quickly this time. And I knew I had to do something different, but not date the same bad boys that I was accustomed to dating. So I truly wanted to be happy. And um, I started dating the, the guys that, that were not the bad boys. And then I found my husband. Um, I believe that God put him in my life for a reason, and we were married after three years of dating, and I knew this man was kind, and he was gentle, and he was thoughtful, but I kept waiting for that other shoe to drop, and it never has, and we have a great relationship. We can communicate very effectively with each other. And I'm so blessed to have him in my life today. And together we worship God and we have a blessed life. It doesn't matter what lessons God has for us. And it doesn't matter what we go through and the storms that we go through and the fear that we go through. It matters that we let God in and we let him lead us. And without him, I wouldn't be where I am today. If you find yourself needing someone to talk to, please reach out to myself or my husband. Um, I hope that my song and my story gives you some strength and courage to stop running and Find a new way to live like I did. And there is a better way out there. And it and it's all up to you and your God. Thank you. Sweetie, why you crying? What's that bruise on your face? I look too much like daddy To suit my mama's taste Sweetheart, what's the matter? Why do you have to hide? I can't escape this house Or the emptiness inside 
me strength to leave this broken home. The hurt and the rage, these words feel carved in stone. Can you help me, Lord? I just can't do it one more day I'm afraid that I will die If I have to stay Mama, why you crying? Why do you seem so Cause the life that I'm living It ain't worth the cost Where did daddy go? Why couldn't he just stay? He just wanted different things And we got in his way God give me strength To leave this broken home The hurt and the these words feel carved in stone Can you help me, Lord? I just can't do it one more day I'm afraid that I will die If I have to stay Lord why can't I do this make this aching go away cause child you ain't ready to see the light of day Lord, I need a change Why can't I just be well? There's some lessons yet to learn And a story left to tell God, give me strength to find a better way The fear and the chase The endless price I pay Can you help me, Lord? I just can't do it one more day That I will die if I have to stay. Her daughter lost her daddy, and in time, her wounds were healed. As you might have guessed. By now more will be revealed My child, where are you crying? What's that bruise on your face? 
Lord, I never thought I'd find myself back in this place. Don't you know you have my love? That's all you'll ever need. So wipe your tears and take my hand and help me plant this seed. God, give me strength to find a new way home. Another day They all need you, Lord No one has to die this way They all need you, Lord No one has to die this way What a powerful testimony by Linda Brown. And friends, I know that touched your heart. And if you've never asked Jesus Christ into your heart, then we're going to give you a chance to pray a simple little prayer and ask Christ to come into your heart. All you have to do is pray, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Lord, come into my heart. Give me a new heart and I will live for you from this day forward in Jesus' name. Now, if you prayed that prayer, then we want to hear from you. Listen to this song by David Brown, and then I'm going to tell you how to contact Lonesome Road Ministry. I'm going to tell you how to contact David and Linda Brown. So here's David Brown with a song called, Please Forgive Me. My sleep is gone, my heart is full of sorrow I can't believe how much I let you down I dread the pain that waits for me tomorrow When the sun reveals my broken dreams scattered on the ground Please forgive me I need your grace to make it through All I have is you I'm at your mercy Lord, I'll serve you Until my dying day Help others find a way At your mercy Please forgive me I can't believe That God of earth and glory Would take the time To care for one like me But I read in the Bible That old story how he pled for my forgiveness While he was dying on the tree Please forgive me I need your grace to make it through All I have is you I'm at your mercy Lord, I'll serve you Until my dying day Help others 
and ask Jesus Christ into your heart, then we want you to contact us. You can call Linda Brown if you'd like to talk to Linda about that powerful, powerful testimony. Maybe you've been through some of the same things Linda's been through and she would like to minister to you. So you can call Linda at 813-355-1545. David's phone number is 813 813- Three six zero six six two two, and you can book David for your church or your Christian event. Have him come and sing some of these great songs uh, that you've heard on this program, or give us a call here at Lonesome Road Ministry. We'll send you some more of this program right here, or some of our other programs that we have here at Lonesome Road Ministry. Our phone number is 618-383-2107, lonesomeroad.org, or lonesomeroadradio.com. So if you prayed that prayer, then guess what, friends? You are a child of the King, and God will work it out for you, whatever's going on in your life. Here's another song by David Brown. I don't understand the ways of fallen men, the crazy things they'll do. Then deny it's true. All the hurt and pain done in Jesus' name, my feeble ways don't count I know God will work it out God will work it out He will work it out What you're going through He knows just what to do Let your faith be strong God won't do you wrong I don't have a doubt I know God will work it out When the road gets rough Pain you've had enough Fighting, fear, and doubt Can't see any way out This pain you just can't bear Just remember our God cares Trust and never doubt I know God will work it out God will work it out He will work it out What you're going through He knows just what to do Let your faith be strong God won't do you wrong I 
don't ever doubt I know God will work it out I don't have a doubt I know God will work it out Now we got a great song I want to share with you This is a powerful, powerful song Here is Joy Roberts with Let Me Live. They say it's a choice But what about to make I feel so helpless now for heaven's sake let me live I want to know what it's like to run through the yard to ride my own
August 12, 1995, a preacher by the name of Russ Beatles knocked on my door and he asked me if he could read a track to me. And he came in and read this track to me on a Saturday night, August 12, 1995, called Eternal Life. And after he left that night, the next day, I went searching for this man called Jesus that he kept talking about. And that day I met Jesus Christ, August 13th, 1995, and he saved me. And ever since that time, I've been fighting for Jesus, wanting to serve him. And I wrote a song, How I Met Jesus, and it's called At the Foot of the Tree. Without hope, 18 wheels of lonesome at the end of the road. In my hand was a track the preacher had read, his words still echoing in the back of my head. I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past. Then I called his name This chance would it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Those 18 wheels are rolling that old lonesome road and I shared the good news wherever I go yes there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be and I tell everybody what's happened to me how I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past but I called his name This chance Could it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree And I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken-hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus Foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree You know, drivers, when most people are asked what their favorite scripture is, a lot of people will say John 3.16. And you know, 
A lot of people that say that don't even understand what that verse is all about. You know, I got to admit, sometimes I don't even understand it. I heard this great story one time about this young boy that lived in a big city who was homeless. He lived in a cardboard box just around the corner from a newsstand. And the little boy was so cold one night. This was one of those winter nights where it was way below zero. And this little boy was so cold, he walked around the corner to the newsstand and he said, Mister, you wouldn't happen to know where a poor boy could find a warm place to sleep tonight, would you? The guy looked down at the little boy and he said, You see that big white house on the corner down there? Walk down there and knock on the door. And when they answer the door, just say, John 3.16, and they'll let you in. So the little boy took off down the street, walked up the steps to the house, and knocked on the door. And the lady answered the door, and he said, John 3.16. And the lady said, come on in, son. So she took him in, and she sat him down in this big rocking chair right in front of this huge fireplace. And she took off and left him sitting there and went to another room. He sat there for a little while and thought to himself, John 3.16, I don't understand it, but it sure makes a cold boy feel warm. And just a little while later, the lady came in and she said, are you hungry? And the little boy, he thought back to the last meal he had had was a half-eaten hamburger he'd found in the dumpster out behind the newsstand. And he said, ma'am, I sure am hungry. Yes, ma'am. So she took him by the hand and led him into the kitchen. As he walked into the kitchen, he seen a table just full of food. All his favorite foods were there. And she sat him down and he ate and he ate and he ate and he ate. He ate so much that he couldn't eat anymore. And finally, he pushed back from the table and thought to himself, John 3.16. Boy, I don't understand it, but it sure makes a hungry boy feel full. The lady took him upstairs and opened the door, and there was a huge bathtub full of steaming water. And she said, I bet you'd like to have a nice hot bath. The boy thought back, and he, he couldn't ever remember taking a bath. Only time he ever got to clean up was when he'd sneak into the gas station down by the newsstand when the attendant wasn't watching, and he could clean up a little bit. She'd give him a towel and give him some pajamas to put on after he got done taking a bath, and she left the room. And the little boy, he got undressed and got in that big old bathtub, and he was soaking in that bathtub, and he thought, John 3.16, I don't understand it, but it sure makes a dirty boy feel clean. A little while later, the lady came back in and knocked on the door and she said, would you like a nice warm bed? And he said, yes, ma'am, I sure would. So he got out and dried off and got dressed in them pajamas and, and he came out into the hallway and the lady was waiting on him and she took him down to another room and in this room was a huge old feather bed. She pulled the covers back and he crawled into that bed and she tucked them covers up around his neck and kissed him on the head and said good night and turned out the lights. As he laid there in the darkness and looked out the window at the snow coming down on that cold, cold night, he thought to himself, John 3.16. I don't understand it, but it sure makes a tired boy feel rested. The next morning he woke up and he walked down to the kitchen. And the lady was in there just a cooking away, and she had all his favorite breakfast foods down there. Biscuits and gravy and eggs and ham and sausage. And he sat down and ate, and he ate, and he ate, and he ate, until he couldn't eat anymore. And he pushed back, and the lady said, let's go in and sit by the fireplace. So they went in, and he sat down in that big old rocking chair by the fire. She said, do you understand John 3.16? The young man said, no, ma'am, I don't. I, the first time I ever heard it was last night when the guy at the newsstand told me to walk down to this house and knock on the door, and when you answered, say, John 3.16. So the lady picked up a Bible off the mantle of the fireplace, opened it up to John 3.16. She began to explain to him the gospel message. 
right there in front of that big old fireplace, he got on his knees with that lady, and he gave his heart to God. He sat there, and then he sat back down in the rocking chair, and he thought, John 3.16, I don't understand it, but it sure makes a lost boy feel safe. You know, drivers, I have to admit, I don't understand it either. I don't understand how God would be willing to send his son to die for me. I don't understand how his son would agree to do such a thing. I don't understand it either. I don't understand how my wife stood by me all those years that I was out there on the road drinking and doing drugs. I don't understand that kind of love that she would stay with me all those years. I don't understand how God came into my heart out there on the highway, driving down the road at 65 miles an hour when I cried out to God and asked him to come into my life. I don't understand it, but I know it works. And I know it makes life worth living. You know, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Friends, we don't have to understand everything. All we have to do is accept God's love for us. It's because of John 3.16, it's because of the love of God, this radio network allows us to tell you about a God that loved you so much that he gave his son just for you. God wants to do something in your life this week, today, that's impossible, but you have to surrender totally to him. At the age of 43, I surrendered my life totally to him. Driving down the road, and you may be driving down the road right now. I didn't pull over. I didn't even think about pulling over. All I did was just say, Lord, I give my life totally to you. Come into my heart and save me. And he did. And when he did, he took that addiction of alcohol away from me. And it felt like the weight of the world came off my chest. And it felt like I was floating. And I floated on home. And I started trying to live the very best that I could for God. And I'm still trying. We want to hear from you drivers. So log on to our website, lonesomeroad.org. Give me a call, 618-383-2107. And I would be glad to help you, pray with you, send you some great CDs to help you as you travel that old lonesome road. Sure is good to serve you, Lord. I know the battle will be won. My love for you is just as strong as the day that it begun. I remember when you saved me and melted this heart of stone. You promised to be with me. I'll never walk alone. When you smile upon me, Lord, you turn my Just a dream for Jesus.
is a friend of mine and will forever be. Friends, we're going to close today's program with another song by David Brown, and this is a great song off of his CD, God Will Work It Out. And if you'd like to get a copy of this, give David a call, 813-360-6622, and you can get your very own copy of this great CD, God Will Work It Out. Here is David Brown with Supper Time and David's got his mom, Dean Brown, singing on this with him. So you're really going to enjoy this. Well, many years ago, in days of childhood, I used to play till evening time would come Still winding down an old familiar pathway I hear my mother call at setting sun
preacher had read His words still echoing In the back of my head I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past Hey drivers, we appreciate you letting us ride along with you in the cab. And you can contact us at 618-383-2107 or you can log on to our website at lonesomeroad.org and check us out on the web. You can listen to all of our radio programs on our website on our broadcast from the past page. So check it out. And if you ask Jesus Christ into your heart, then give us a call and let us know. Broken hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree